Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, our calendar says it's National Hot Sauce Day. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Hot sauce? That's what Betty White used to call me. Oh, wow. Let's yeah. see. Would that have been in the 20s or the 30s? you know how old Betty White is right now? 98. 97. Close. She celebrated a recent Close. birthday. She's 97. Close. Still hot. <laughs> but I do you like her better in Password or is Sue Ann Nivens? Sue Ann Nivens. But wasn't she married to Alan Ludwig yes. at one point? Yes. Password. People who don't know what we're they talking about. no idea. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Rockets dump Carmelo. Saints fans get litigious, and Tony Romo got an offer to play. But we begin today with the Golden State Warriors demolishing Ooh. the Lakers last night in Los Angeles. At various times, the Warriors led by 36 points. And Klay Thompson merely sank his first 10 three-pointers. Well, when these teams are going the other way from each other, what interests you the most, the state of the Warriors or the state of the Lakers? The Lakers. I mean, I, I was along for the ride, a long part of it, a few years ago when the Warriors won 73 games. That had intrigue. This has no intrigue. The Warriors are the best team again. We thought they'd be the best team. They've got some slight ups and downs, but not that, yeah, put them over here. The Los Angeles Lakers have intrigue. What are they going to be like when LeBron comes back? They have no backup point guard because Lonzo is now out. So Rondo. Rondo's got to go That's maybe right. more minutes than That's he right. or they would like him to go. How good are they going to be? They were fourth with those guys. Then they went out of the lineup, and now I think they're like ninth or tenth today. Yes, so it, the Lakers yes. season has a lot of intrigue. If the playoffs started today, they would not be in the That's playoffs. Right. But they have 34 games left. We're going to assume LeBron is going to come back yes. and it's going to be LeBron yes. James. And I think Rondo is a better player than Lonzo Ball. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't worry about that. I think that they will make the playoffs. But I will say this. If they don't, that's the headline of the NBA season. Ooh. Because that means that LeBron James, who was in eight straight finals, couldn't even make the playoffs with this team. That would be the number one headline. I am unlike you because I am more intrigued with the Warriors for this particular reason. They've got 35 left and they've got Boogie Cousins. I don't think they'll lose more than five of the next 35. You think I, they're going to go on a roll like four yes, years Yes, I ago. do. Yes, I do. Okay. They won one championship. Then they added Kevin Durant. Then they won two more. Now they've added Boogie Cousins. Yeah, yeah. If they, we've talked about this before. Yeah. If they win four out of five, nobody's done that since Bill Russell's Celtics. They, Mike, it's going to sound crazy. They may be the greatest team ever. If they go to the playoffs like 16 and 6, yeah. they may be the greatest team ever. Okay, I'll grant you that. Let's go back to the Lakers for a second. Okay. They're making the playoffs. You know, I don't bet, and I get angry That's with right. you when you mention betting on this show. I would bet everything I have. All those houses? That if LeBron James misses no more than five more games the right. rest of the way, they will make pressure. the playoffs, and they won't be eighth or seventh or even sixth. Well, they I had, rise as you up know, there. I had him winning fifty. Would you bet all your shoes? Oh, stop! You have so many shoes. Shoes, shoes. You have so I'm many. Not a Mel DeMarcos. What are you talking? About? Yeah, actually, you are. Five years ago, Carmelo Anthony going to the Bulls to join D Rose and Jimmy Butler and Paul Gasol and Tibbs would have been big breaking news. Now, being dealt to perhaps the worst team in the NBA is a postscript more than news. The Rockets sent Mello and a million and a half dollars, which helps clear roster space and salary, to the Bulls. And it's widely presumed Mello will never play in Chicago. Tony, lately, just recently, you finally started to show some compassion for Mello. No, I haven't. Who has had a Hall of Fame career, though you mock him. Yes. What do you imagine he's feeling now? And be many, nice. Seriously, how many pairs of shoes do you have? I don't know. Do you have over 100? Easy. <laughs> okay. 
But what do I think Carmelo's feeling? I think he's feeling the depths of despair. I think he feels terrible. He's not wanted. He's a perennial all-star. Nobody wants him. He, he woke up one morning within the last three months to realize he's a dinosaur. The way the game is played now, he's not applicable to it. He, he doesn't play any defense. He takes two-point jump shots. He's got to have the ball in his hands a lot. He doesn't pass very much. I, I'm so stunned at this. No one wants – they had to pay the Bulls to take him. I'm disappointed by it because while it became easy to make fun of Melo when it didn't work with the Knicks and he was looking for a team and people thought it would be the Lakers and it was Houston, Carmelo Anthony's had a great career. He's a he Hall of Famer. Three Olympic gold medals. He is a Hall of Famer. He won. A lot of these guys couldn't waste their time with a year in college. Well, he won it. Carmelo Anthony won, won for it. Syracuse oh, yeah. the loaded field. Yeah. And so now... I'm angry about it. Don't tell me that everybody playing basketball in the league is Clay Thompson and they float around the line and catch and shoot and don't have the ball. Come on now. I'm going to tell Carmelo you the Anthony's way. better than a lot of I'm people tell you the worst thing, Mike. The worst thing is that the analytics work against him. I agree. Him, and I there's agree. no spot they for him. He got, he got to be a dinosaur. Before. Look, he was never – there was always – he overlapped guys. Dirk Nowitzki and Tim Duncan and LeBron James and Kevin Garnett and Kevin Durant. So he wasn't the second best forward, no. but he's a top 10 player. When he played, he was a top 10 yes. player. And so you mean, you mean the Knicks, the stinking, rotten Knicks, the team of your youth, they can't, people wouldn't go to the garden and plop down some money to watch Carmelo? Wait, are the Knicks any more stinking than the Bulls? No, but we so, didn't have them. We already had them. You got no spot for there Carmelo? There is desperation in New Orleans huh? over that terrible no call on Sunday. Some fans have filed a petition asking for a rematch this coming Sunday. And a lawyer has filed a civil suit in a Louisiana court asking for the game to be replayed from that call onward. Wilbon, are these things the NFL needs to respond to? No, as a matter of fact, these are things the NFL cannot respond to. They cannot respond. The NFL looks bad enough already. What they should have had, and I know you're going to agree with me on this, is no less than Roger Goodell should have gone to a lectern or he could have gone to one of those uh, FaceTime and he should have said, you know what? We got this wrong. We're sorry. It happens. Bad officiating, or he wouldn't use that phrase, is part of the history of every sport. So we're sorry. We'll try to do better next time, as you say at the end of this show. But don't tell me he has to respond on Twitter. He's going to do that? So we sit here a lot. <clears throat> and you tell me and you tell the people that watch that the NFL owners are arrogant. They are. That the NFL is arrogant. It is. That the commissioner is arrogant. He is. And I very often try to disagree with you. In this particular case, Roger Goodell not going out there yesterday. Do you agree with not, me? Of course I do. I said it yesterday. Yeah. I'm saying it again today. Not going out there yesterday and explaining what happened is supreme arrogance. Yes, it is. You owe your fans more than they don't feel you they owe like, anything you that league. You can't wait till two days before the Super Bowl in Atlanta to take a question or two on you this. You sure you can't. This is the worst call or no call ever. The wrong team is in the Super Bowl, yeah. and you're the commissioner. And so he says, you know Why what? are you hiding under your desk? Because here's what the Why? actual feeling coming out of that office and every owner's office, not every, but I'd say 25 out of 32, is eat it. We're the NFL. You love our product. Yes. You're going to watch because you got yes. nothing else with your sorry lives to do on Sunday between noon and 8 p.m. So eat it and 
Buy some more popcorn or whatever we're selling. This is Buy actual, some more Toyota. Like, you hear me. This is huh? actual arrogance. Well, you come that you don't come now. to the public and say, this is but, what happened and this is why it happened. You should have done that yesterday. Yes. And then they should ignore stuff like, this is no, not no, Pacquiao no. Mayweather. You're not getting a rematch. No, no. He should do it. He should do it today. As soon as you, you got to do it. Not doing it. Got to do it. In almost no time, Tony Romo has become the NFL broadcast analyst everybody Wants to listen. He's really good. He's great. His ability to predict what offenses will do before the snap of the ball, which was on display Sunday during Patriots Chiefs, has set the Internet afire. But Romo revealed in a conversation with The Athletic that he also received multiple offers to play quarterback in the NFL this past season. Is the perception of him as a quarterback rising, Tony, due to his performance as an analyst? So he was a good quarterback. He was a four-time Pro Bowl quarterback. I don't think he was like in the top eight or something like that, but I believe that there are 12 to 20 teams out there where if he was on the squad, he'd be a better quarterback than what they have now. I think it is very reasonable for people to suggest that the television booth flatters his reputation as a quarterback, as I think it flattered John Madden's reputation as coach. Because people John like Madden him. was called a genius already. Well, but he, he won, won one. He I think won he won one. one. I think okay. he won one. I, I mean, I think that if people like you, you're, you're flattered by all of that. But Tony Romo was not some stumble bum. No. He's no. a good He's a good quarterback. quarterback, and he's a great analyst. I'm trying to think of somebody else. You know why I wouldn't put Madden in there? I thought Madden came riding in on a horse to the booth. Where Romo as a, as a young man, undercover, as a young man, a lot of good people... And Madden, Madden also had a style utterly distinct from anybody else who ever did That's this right. before him. Yes. Yeah, because it was physical in its, in its own way. But, but he I, wasn't I, I'm thinking of a guy who went to the booth and it didn't help him, even though he was great at what he did and was great in the booth. Matt Millen. It sort of worked in a different way, well, even though we thought Matt Millen was great I in think, the booth. Right? I think Matt Millen, I, I disagree. I think when Matt Millen originally went into the booth, it was very flattering to him, and then he took great. the job with the Lions, and that it was, was disastrous. That was actually disastrous. So now, what's he never important? From that. Being good or bad on the field, or good or bad in the booth? Tony Romo's great in the booth. If I told you I played golf, he's very good. Uh, yeah, golf. he's got a lot of time on his. Very hands. good golfer. Uh-huh. The Baseball Hall of Fame will announce tonight who, if anyone, will be enshrined this summer. The biggest name now eligible, the sure thing, is Mariano Rivera. Wilbon, nobody has ever been voted in unanimously. By your friends, the baseball yeah, writers. That's sad. Shouldn't Rivera be unanimous? I don't know. If all these other people weren't unanimous, you and I looked up a bunch of people before we get down here to the set in the PTI newsroom. And I said, Tony, let, shouldn't Matt Kelleher for us look up Cy Young? And we went through some people. That Babe Ruth? Not unanimous. Jackie Robinson? Not Willie even Mays. 8%. Willie Mays, Mays, Mays Henry Aaron. We not went through unanimous. all these people. That's right. And they, didn't, they weren't unanimous. And you know what? Somebody's going to say among the baseball writers, these are people, a lot of them either are now our friends or have been our friends, used to be. Yeah. And somebody's just going to say for goofs, for laughs, right? I'm not voting for Mariano because it shouldn't be unanimous. Yeah, I don't know that they're going to do it for laughs. I think that they're going to try to uphold what they believe to be a tradition because they're going to say what we're saying now. If Willie Mays and Henry Aaron and Mickey Mantle if they're not in unanimously, and even though Rivera, he's the hammer of God, of course he should be in unanimously. They're going to say something like this. You know, closer, it's invented in the last 30 years with Eckersley and La Russa. It's not a real position. 
Mike, I swear, if I was one of the voters and I thought he'd be unanimous, I would, I'd take the bullet. I would and, write no. And, you know I'd write no. And it's okay for people to go after Tradition. baseball writers. Okay. If they, or, or the people who do that. Not all of them. Hall of Fame police. But whoever does that. Hall, well, Hall of Fame police. Hall of Fame then police. go after those people who say that. Nobody's been unanimous, so therefore... I don't think there had ever been a unanimous MVP in the NBA. I'm not sure about the other sports. There was one. But not Steph Curry. Yeah. But that, I'm just saying, before Steph Curry's second MVP, no one ever had know, that but, either. But that never carried the tradition of, of – nobody ever said, do you think Steph Curry will be the first unanimous – no, nobody no. ever said that because nobody actually knows that. Let's look at something. Other, Mike Messina, Hall of Famer to you? Yeah. Andrew Martinez, Hall of Famer to you? Yeah. Roy Halladay, Hall of Famer to you? Maybe. You know what, Messina, we – again – Talking about this in the newsroom, he is plus 117 in the win column, he, 270 wins. Did he ever win 20? Was he ever Cy no, Young? Neither. And you know what? Did he help Cy break? Young be unanimous? Cy <laughs> Young, not even Cy Young was unanimous. Coming up, which coach has done a better job this season, Bill Belichick or Sean McVay? And Duke gets all the attention, but has Tennessee had the better season. Do you know that Cy Young never actually won the Cy Young Award? No, no. Yeah, because well, it, it didn't exist. It didn't exist. It'd be the Me Award. Max Scherzer's won. Three. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard. The bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. It's time for toss-up, where the only thing that's never in question is the winner, this guy. What's first? Toss-up, better coaching job this season, Bill Belichick or Sean McVay? So my temptation is to go with Sean McVay because he took over the Rams when they were a joke and in two years they're in the Super Bowl and because Belichick is here all the time. But, But if you look closely, if you take Brady out, and Brady's important, if you look at the rest of the roster, it's not all that. I, I, we should unprejudice ourselves against Bill Belichick because of his great success. He's got five first-round draft choices starting for him. Sean McVay has nine. I'm going to say Belichick. This is not even close. I'm just going to say next topic. It's Bill Belichick. It's Bill Belichick almost every year of the last ten. It is. It's Bill Belichick. The, the franchise was supposedly crumbling. Remember yeah. the off-season news? Every day on Outside the Lines, there was a show about yeah. how the, the, there was insurrection. Right. And they got rid of Malcolm Butler. Nobody liked this guy Tom had Brady to go. wasn't going OTAs. Huh? They, they the answer everybody. is Bill Belichick, <laughs> right. period. Next. Toss-up, more impressive season. Number one, Tennessee. Or number two, Duke. Well, the answer is Tennessee, because everyone expects Duke to be impressive every year. Duke's got four guys who are probably going to be drafted in the top ten in the NBA draft. Tennessee is a football school. Ain't a basketball school like, right now. like Duke is. Pretty good. Tennessee, you got to go back to Bernie and Ernie. You have to go That's that far 40 back. 40 years since Tennessee was really, really good. Ten- Tennessee, this is surprising. And Rick Barnes is doing Rick a Barnes great job. Rick Barnes has done a great job. The answer Everywhere is Tennessee. I, could, I was going to say that, but now you got me annoyed. Why? Because Tennessee beat Gonzaga number one. And Gonzaga, Gonzaga beat, beat Duke. Duke. You know, I mean, they, the only loss Tennessee has is to overtime on a neutral court to Kansas. Top 10 team. So, so, but the rest of the resume isn't fleshed out yet. It may be by the time we get to the end of the season. Tony Duke, 
Duke lost to Syracuse and Gonzaga, but they've beaten. Listen to the teams they've beaten. Kentucky, Auburn, Indiana, Texas Tech. These are ranked teams. I understand. At Florida State when they were ranked. And they beat Virginia, which could be the best team in the country. Tennessee's ranked one right now. They're more impressive right now. Next. Toss-up, writer future, Giannis Antetokounmpo or Luka Doncic? So I'll take either one and build a team around them. Right? The Greek freak to me, if he could shoot threes the way Brooke Lopez is now shooting threes, because he only shoots 18%, he's so dominant inside. If he had that outside game, I, I, I might take him. On the other hand, and you know I've said this before to you, I think Doncic is Magic Johnson. I think he can play every position. Well, and he's 19. Wait. He's 19. I want the producers to go back and get the clip of me early this season when you didn't know who quite who Luka Doncic was. And what and I you said, said Magic flashes Johnson? of Larry Bird. Larry Bird. And you said no racial, Magic. racial. That's right. uh, Magic Johnson. Bird, Magic. I'm sorry. He's and he's only 19. But I, I'll take the Greek freak. triple double. By I'll the take the first one I'll that take the teenagers him. had yeah. in a long time. I'll take the Greek freak because yeah. he can also get 20 rebounds. Doncic is going to have the ball. The freak is is a little bit dependent on guard play, but he's got smart, capable guards, so he's not frozen out. I wouldn't, Tony. I'll take either yeah, one of these guys. I don't. And build I wouldn't my go franchise. crazy over triple doubles. I believe Markel Fultz had a triple double, so I would. I wouldn't go nuts. Teenager too. Next, yeah. last one. Toss up. Who you got this week at Tory Pines? Tiger or the field? So I know that that Tiger is great at Tory Pines. Eight times. I know he's won and he's Eight won and winner. he's won. All of but he hasn't won there since 2013. And that was his only really top 10 finish at that course in about five years. Look, I want Tiger to be great. I want Tiger and Red on Sunday to mean what it used to mean. Yeah. Make Tiger but, great again. But if you're giving me the field, I'm going to take the field. I am. When we start, first started doing this probably back in about 2005, I would always take the field just because you would take Tiger. I would take Tiger. I'm taking Tiger. Really? And here's why. Because Tiger knows what his body can and can't do. He has the sniffles right now. He has sniffles. sniffles. Eh, San Diego will cure all that. The one thing I worry about with Tiger, who has won, let me say it again, eight times on this particular golf facility. The thing that worries me, having played it recently, is that the rough, which was four and a half inches when I played it, was said to be going to five and a half inches. You cannot spray the driver if you're going to be hitting out of five and a half inch rough. That concerns me a little bit. Tiger's going to win. Because if he has to dig down, he'll hurt his back. You want to see that? That's it. Down goes Wilbur. Let's take one last break, but still to come, Andy Reid makes a change to his coaching staff, and did he need to? And our Serena... And Naomi Osaka headed for another big one. What? Don't you like Tory Pines? I love Tory Pines. I love the, the gliders that you see yeah, when you you're walking there on a sunny really day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. Beautiful. Not that rough. Did you lie and say you were a resident to get the cheap? Yes, That's I did. Good job, Fifty-two dollars. That's a good job, buddy. <laughs> happy time, people! Happy 79th birthday, George Seifert. What happened to this guy? He took over the 49ers from Bill Walsh. He won two Super Bowls, one with Joe Montana, one with Steve Young, in which the 49ers scored 104 points. A few years later, he became the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. And after progressively worse records, ending in 1-15 and in 2001, yeah. Yeah. he was fired. We have not heard a word from him since. What about he has two Super Bowls? Not many people have two Super Bowls. He's not in a booth. He's not unless he's in disguise in any booth. No, and not in the Hall of Fame. Seifert, though? Hear what he thinks? Hear what he thinks of the game today? Happy anniversary, Kobe Bryant. On this day, 13 years ago, you scored 81 points in a win over the Raptors. 
Only Will Chamberlain has scored more in an NBA game, although I'm sure James Harden is going to try. The other day I said that Kobe hated all of his teammates. Our friend Peter Melman pointed out that Kobe actually liked his European teammates. <laughs> My bad. And by the way, I was glad it was revealed today through some research that only 18 of those points were scored against my dear friend Jalen Rose. Not 81, as people often incorrectly presume. Happy trails, Francis Tiafa. The pride of College Park, Maryland went down and went down hard this morning. Rafael Nadal wiped him out in straight sets in an hour 47, which is really quick. But the United States still has a young hope in Melbourne. Relatively unknown 25-year-old Danielle Collins, who played for the University of Virginia, yeah. is into the semis where she will play Petra Kvitova, the eighth seed. Okay, but Tiafo, this is still a development. Sure. He was going to get knocked out by one of the bigs like that in a slam. The furthest he's gone in a slam event. Got to come back. Got to keep getting better, right? I assume he will. I mean, I, I was up watching this. I know, I know you, you weren't. I actually watched it. Running out of show, before. we go to the big finish. Let's do it. The Chiefs fired defensive coordinator Bob Sutton. Is that fair? I don't know. But you keep rushing three against Tom Brady in the fourth quarter in overtime. What are you going to get? James Harden scored 37 while getting blowed out by the Sixers. Your thoughts? That's their only path to victory, and they can't do it against a good team. They, they, not, they, not frequently. The Mavs banned a fan who heckled Patrick Beverly early this season. Is that deserved? Look, I know once upon a time this was allowed. No more mom, your mama insults. You just get, it's over. Can't do it anymore. Tim Howard announced he will retire at the end of the upcoming MLS season. How are you going to remember his career? Well, I, I thought he had retired at this point. I'm gonna, I, from the World Cup. He was very sterling in the World Cup. Do you want to tell the people, both you and your brother, Don, did your mama jokes and it was your mama? Last one, Serena Williams and Naomi Osaka can make the Aussie semis tonight, will they? Are you saying that's odd that Don and I did? Oh, I think it is, actually. Yes. Will they make the semis? I hope so, because I want to see that rematch. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. Saints ain't getting one with the Rams, and we can see, you know, Serena and Osaka. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on that app or Apple Podcast. John Bodek, happy birthday, and a 